Hello, and welcome to Geek Cinema Podcast, a podcast dedicated to geeky, nerdy, and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. My name is Everett, and I'll be your host, and welcome to our episode over the live-action Ghost in the Shell adaptation. Yet another adaptation that seemed unnecessary, but they did it, and we saw it, and immediately discussed it, and we go through the whole thing... I don't want to say arguing. You know, it was a fun discussion. Uh, But there are a bunch of random uh, rabbit holes we go down. Just forewarning, if that disturbs you, I'm sorry, this is probably not the podcast for you. Because we're rabbit hole fanatics. I'm going to stop talking now and just tell you that there are spoilers for Ghost in the Shell. Both this and the uh, animation, as well as... Minor spoilers for Under the Skin. So enjoy the conversation! Normally start the podcast with what we've watched, but we did a podcast last night, so we're not going to be able to go over that. But one movie news that I wanted to talk about last night, and I wish we could with Matt, but uh, recently Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon? Sir Joss Whedon. Whedon. He's He's not an actual knight, but I like to call him that. Was hired to write and direct a Batgirl movie for the DC Extended Universe. Excite. Yes. He's going to hate that. That's what I'm wondering. Did you guys talk about how the the director of Get Out was chosen? Wait. Nope. What? We have not seen that. No, I mean the director was chosen. I I, I saw what you're doing, but I didn't. Was chosen... Or at least in discussions to direct the Akira movie, which is also an anime movie that's looking to be live action. Um, that's a that was mm-hmm. a big critical hit. So yeah, he, yeah, he did a great What's the genre of Akira? Um, sci fi. It's okay. sci fi. It's got yeah. horror horror elements. Which is uh um what's his name? Uh, uh what do you mean? Uh Jordan Peele. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh he is a huge sci-fi nerd, so I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, <laughs> I still need to, I still need to watch. It weird. Uh, Joss Whedon has only directed the Avengers and the Avengers Age of Ultron. Best things. Uh, he did super good, but he he left. He was uh, supposed to do the next Avengers movies, Infinity Wars. And he left after Age of Ultron because the studio made him uh, cut scenes from his movie, and they like, <laughs> and made he him went choose. to do a DC movie. <laughs> and that's why I'm wondering is because we've seen how what? much Warner Brothers controls uh, the stuff, like especially with Batman and Superman, they they cut a lot out of that. But Suicide Squad was a mess because of what they did to that movie. I I don't and know that maybe they may be learning from. I their never mistakes, saw though. the directors or cut of that. I and mean, I hope so because we're gonna find out that they don't actually do anything and they just give them free reign and all those directors suck. Because I think everybody <laughs> can probably agree, uh, even though I'm, they're not my favorites and lots of people wouldn't call it their favorites necessarily, but everybody can probably agree that their best. The best live-action uh, DC releases were the Dark Knight movies, right? I'm, I'll, uh, I don't know. Are, you, are we talking live-action? Yes, that's what I said. I want to agree with you, but I can't say it. 
without full knowledge. And because they gave, they just went with it. They had this terrible failure of Batman and Robin, mm. and they're like, "Okay, Chris, Chris Nolan, this this British guy here, take 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 this guy and just make a movie. We don't care." And they they controlled a little bit. It went over super well. Batman Begins, mm. and then they it went over so well they just basically gave him all the reins for the next two movies. Mm-hmm. And so. I kind of would like to see them do that, but at the same time, I can't see them caring uh, if the director and writer have control or not because Batman and Superman and Suicide Squad still made money. S- made a ton of money each. Yeah. Suicide Squad was number 10 of last year, and Batman versus Superman was like number 5 or something. I don't really know. I know I liked Batman versus Superman. I didn't. Um, there, you know, I've already talked about it, but you like parts of it, yeah. I, yeah, I really loved parts of it, and other parts I didn't really care for. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Suicide Squad just because it doesn't really seem to. Uh, you didn't see it? Nope. I well, thought. Oh, we didn't watch it together. Did we, we can rent nope. it and watch the extended edition because I want to know. Okay. I thought we did. I remember. Didn't we do a podcast? Is this all? He wasn't on it. I wasn't on it. Oh, okay. It so was Kyle. Kyle was on with us did. with the three of us. Okay. Okay. But. So that's my only thing is I'm wondering he had to have seen the other two and realized that is that his worst nightmare of not having any control would be a possibility. Do you have a stress ball? Well, I doubt that he would have agreed to it. If if that is like a, his big thing and if they were trying to like do that to him or whatever, uh, I, 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 if he left Marvel for that reason, I feel like he would make sure that it doesn't happen. Like, if he was going to do the movie, then he would want to do yeah. it his way, or else he wouldn't do we it. We've been talking I, about I, this for a while. And me and Seth talked about it on Saturday. I... Oh. Nice guys are siren. coming for you. The coppers, they after me. <laughs> um, Don't do we it, had John. to take a siren break. Run. break. Uh, <laughs> siren break? I was going to say, um, I don't break. think their contracts sh- would be that big or that tight because Ben Affleck just dropped off of Batman. Oh, did he? Yeah, did you not already know that? <laughs> yeah. uh, you said it, and I didn't I did catch not it. He dropped, know that. and, uh, oh, God, So does that mean name? no more Batmans? Um, no, you mean director-wise, right? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> oh, okay. Uh, Matt Reeves. No, is that is that right? Yeah, yeah. Matt Reeves, the guy who did Cloverfield and the Planet of the Apes movies, the new ones, uh, mm. is the mm. new director for that. I didn't know you didn't know. I'm sorry. Oh, just, interesting. That's yeah. that, that should be cool. Yeah, I, 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 and another one that I really like. And I think right now the only one I'm looking forward to is uh, Wonder Woman for sure. I'm excited mm. to see how the Batman goes, but I'm wary. But. I'm I'm excited for all of them, really, but uh, we'll see. I'm still not much of a superhero fan. I haven't seen a superhero movie that's like <laughs> throw me over at the edge. Which I guess we can jump in because he now. hasn't seen Unbreakable yet. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, that's the um, Shyamalan movie. Mm-hmm. Best one. Best one. Mm. Uh, but is you don't like superhero movies, um. We're going to jump into this movie now, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, I want to start with Kindle. I just want a thumb up or a thumb down, and if you want to give a short statement, 
go for it. Don't put me on the spot like that. That's rude. <laughs> Wait, so no? Actually, I liked it. Okay. I was more interested knowing that it's an anime that I'd probably like it more as an anime, but because mm-hmm. they give you more back characters. But Actually, the don't shake sure your the, fucking head. I'm pretty sure Sorry. the anime was like half the length <laughs> of the, the live action movie. Yeah, but there's a bunch of movies. No, there's two. Well, they uh, it's like there's a bunch of stories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they're kind of unrelated. Like I liked it. It reminded me of um, like a not ultraviolet, but like is Aeon Flux. I can't pronounce that movie. You know what, what I'm talking about? The movie. Yeah, I never saw it. It's that kind of like digital futuristic world movie. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know this was already a movie, mm-hmm. that's how you would see this movie. Uh, Seth's the thumb up or thumb down? Thumb up. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Okay. Yeah. Trent, thumbs up. <laughs> Okay, I think I'm gonna do a th- a reluctant thumb down. Really? Uh, there are. I started enjoying this movie halfway through. Hmm. It is uh, you know, I just don't know, and I I tried to get out of my head the entire movie, and the entire movie I couldn't. Uh, there was just too much. I feel like that's a personal problem. Well, we can talk about it. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I didn't have high expectations, and I was hoping that would be in its advantage. Uh, because for one, it's an adaption, and so often, more often than not, adaptions are f- bad uh, failures, in my opinion. Maybe not. Huh. It could still be good. And then I go see the movie, and there was just. There are parts I enjoyed, parts I didn't, but we can discuss that. Hmm. Sure. I'm curious to hear. Uh, Kendall's the only one in here who hadn't seen the original movie. That's not a question. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say yes. Um, Trent saw it. Oh, quite a while ago, actually. Quite a while ago. Uh, I knew it was coming up and we were going to do a podcast, so it was on the Stars app. And so I asked Seth if he wanted to watch it, and he came over. We watched it one night, and we both – i th- it was interesting. At the end of the movie, we, bro- we were both like, huh, I because s- it I completely, like – it's so deep. Mm. Mm. And the questions, you have to – it's one of those movies that it asks so many questions, but not in a bad way. It's mm. just – it's a smart movie mm-hmm. for sure. And this is my first negative is, and I know I, sh- I shouldn't be comparing the original to this. It's not fair, but this felt like the exact opposite. It was dumbing it down for the average moviegoer. And I wish they had found a middle ground, like not too smart, but not too dumb. Yeah. Um, I mean, just to be blunt, I really enjoyed the movie. But while I was watching it, the thing that was sticking in my mind is that the the scenes of the original that I love and that I constantly remember. It's like it's a, the rare movie where you know I saw it once on an on an impulse like years ago, and I still remember like certain scenes really clear in my mind. And there are the ones the scenes where they ask the questions, mm-hmm. where you know you see the character who was given false memories that was told that he had a child that he had a family, but none of it was true. And 
and her, you know, them in the boat and her, you know, talking about, you know, humanity, what it means to be human and such. And I loved um, Bato. That's his name. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like his subtle, like, um, like looks away from her whenever she was wearing her skin tight stealth suit out of like embarrassment. Like he showed a humanity that major did not because Mm -hmm. she was more machine than he was. So it's just like those small touches that really stood out in my mind. And they were the ones that piqued my interest. I did not understand the ending at all. It was, that's like, that was the big question. And I still have not found the answer. I feel like that's a lot of the original movies. I never found an answer in the new movie. They asked some questions, but, by the end, they made sure to tie up any loose end that yeah. you, know, you you had the answers. That was the biggest thing for me where I was like, oh, okay, well, this, I feel like I'm not going to remember this, you know, years in the future because there's no curiosity there. Yeah, this this movie was a very neat and tidy, straightforward uh, popcorn flick. Uh, there's not a lot of deep questions. The original not only had a bunch of, like, questions that it asks you, it has a lot of, not a lot, but... some pretty strong social commentary in it like with especially with police brutality which they brought a little of that in here this movie there is social commentary but it is so overdone and i'm so tired of seeing this story let me explain myself the bad guy in this is the the overlord capitalist uh guy who just wants to create uh weapons. Yeah. And I have seen that way too many times. I get it. I get it. I get the message. Right. Yeah. I don't need to hear it anymore. And I don't know who if it's just for it feels like they're preaching to the choir because I feel like the people they're trying to send that message to aren't gonna see this movie anyway. <laughs> Are they sending a message or is it just yeah. a story? I feel like it is just like, okay, here's the villain. It just kind of fits in that archetype. If with... it is the story, then it's not a creative story. Yeah, that Life's not that uninspired. creative sometimes, Everett. <laughs> Art wow. should be creative. But um, yeah, it's like, because it seems like the obvious choice for a villain in this kind of setting, because it's technology is on the rise. Humanity is evolving. And of course, you're going to mm-hmm. have the villain be someone who wants to take advantage of that technology. Um, so yeah. it's Jurassic Park. It's you know, it's uh, yeah. I can think. I could think of that's the first one that comes to mind. But I'm sure you could think of plenty of other. Avatar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Um, but I can't say I hated it. But at the same time, as I was watching, I was like, yeah, this is very typical. Yeah, I and never that's thought that's that, my that, only but that's problem. just because I don't think about things. I don't tear stories apart when I watch them. I just enjoy them. The the, the point of analysis and doing podcasts like these is to you know look at films. But, you know, deeper than just the shallow appearance and the point. And I think <laughs> once again, if I hadn't, not once again, this is the first time I'm saying, if I hadn't seen the original, I think I would have liked this a lot more. And that's my, and I, and it's not fair, but I just couldn't get myself out of my head sure. during this movie. I think you just lost Well, the hair. reason why I was able to, because after I watched the original, and I knew we were going to be doing a podcast over this, and I knew we were going to be watching it, I told myself immediately that I did not want to see the same movie mm-hmm. in the live action. I didn't want to. I wanted to see a They wouldn't movie. have done that anyways. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't either. And they did do a different story. And they I did. actually really liked the, 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 uh, the synopsis 
the plot uh, lining, I I just feel like they could have made it a a little smarter, maybe a especially within the the early stages of the movie there was just a bit too many explanations already like yeah, I, I felt um, like they were giving a lot of information that just seemed out of place the, i think my least favorite character actually was um major's doctor like her creator because it seemed like she huh. existed to kind of be an exposition machine yeah um so I didn't care whenever her life was threatened. Well, the like, first time I I noticed this is when they're in the the meeting room. I guess is what it was. All the whole crew is there, and they have the 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 like, holographic yeah. machine in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I noticed that they were like saying things like about their changes to their bodies, mm. and I was thinking. They all know this about the each other. Why are they explaining it to each other? They've mm-hmm. been working with each other. Mm. And so I was like, they're just explaining this because I'm here. On that topic, though, like regarding that crew, mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty surprising the fact that one, they had, you know, their, their lead was Japanese, that um, what a dude that looked like a white guy in the original movie was full blown Asian. And just like, it seemed like it was he a pretty diverse like a guy. cast uh, in the movie. No, you, you didn't. don't remember? Maybe, maybe he has like blondish hair. Hold on, his hair was white. Not Bato. Yeah, I know. The other guy. Yeah. I mean, it's been a He's while since old I've dude. seen something. Uh, no, I'm. You're not the dude. leader of the crew. Oh, like, another guy. Like the the um. The one he had dark hair. I thought. The um the Asian ca- uh, crew member who doesn't speak Japanese is um like kind of seems like not Japanese in the original but I thought it was still pretty cool. It just, it seems like a lot of the bad press that was aimed towards this movie was that it was whitewashing yet. It seemed like it had a lot of diversity in its cast. More yeah. So that's what I was noticing. Way more than the original. I actually. was like, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, yes. Yeah, so our lead role was kind of white, but was like, white in but, the plot. Like, but not, she's a machine. Like well, her appearance not. is manufactured. That means they made her body white. Yeah. And exactly. I, I, Which I had, the, I ended up having that spoiled for me. Like I was on Facebook just scrolling uh, and, uh, social social justice warrior was making a status and it was like they even gave her the Japanese origin story whitewashing at its worst or something like that and I was like was, okay. I, they didn't say what it was but I knew right. and I was like I don't know because well uh, uh, and when this was coming up on Facebook when I saw it somebody even commented and, and I, I haven't have you read seen more than just the two movies Trent I haven't even seen the sequel. I've only seen the original. Okay. Uh, yeah, so there's a bunch of information that I haven't seen. None of us have seen. Yeah. But somebody in the comments said her body is made after an English woman. Like, that's what she's designed by mm-hmm. after. I can't say that for sure. I mean, is, that's what I read. Mm. Is And all these were fangirls and fanboys that could be a discussing m- manga detail very angry. <laughs> that could be a manga detail from its original source. maybe because it, it was i i believe it was a manga i don't know the yeah it was it was a it was a manga before it was a movie, movie. yeah but it was uh originally in japan it was just called mobile armored riot police <laughs> before it was called ghost in the shell ghost in the shell is mm-hmm. a cooler name yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I like Riot Police. <laughs> <laughs> Robo Armor, Riot Police. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm writing a book. I'm, that's the name of it. 
Um, Robo Armor Riot Police. There were a few other <laughs> issues I took. I just felt like there was a lot that looked cool. Like the city looked really yeah, cool. I, I've should. seen it. It's very similar to like a uh, Blade Runner or Fifth uh, Element. The argument you can make against that is that the original Ghost in the Shell movie came out before those movies did. So it's like it kind of inspired those movies in a way. Well, not Blade Runner. Blade Runner's from 82, I think. Maybe. I don't know. But I feel like, yeah, uh, I just, that's what I hear often is that Ghost in the Shell, like, went on to inspire a lot of those. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right after we watched Ghost in the Shell, I was like, wow, I feel like I just watched the inspiration for The Matrix. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure it was. Uh, Awesome movie. Yes. Awesome movie. Yeah, Seth I, just I saw that for the first time recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I That's thought they did the city movies. really well. Whoa. Yeah, like, the city was well. And I, I've, if you've listened to the podcast before, the listeners know that I complain about everything CGI a lot. Oh. And I didn't mind most of the CGI. Uh, hmm. Well, I thought that Scarlett Johansson did really, really yeah. well with Major's character. I liked it, but I think because it's, I've enjoyed her, it's tough to tell because everything she does is other, well. I th- I think I've I was expecting too much of her because she she has Im- impressed me so much in other movies, and I felt like this wasn't as good. It was good. Well, I mean, like I I thought it was really good for the type of character that she was playing yeah, though. Sure. She was playing a monotone um the th- robotic character basically. You she can't watch, show a lot of emotion. You should watch yeah. Under the Skin cuz yeah. she takes it to a whole nother <laughs> level. Yeah. Um that's a hard thing to do in live action cuz in the animation like that character is kind of off-putting major because she hardly ever blinks. And she's a very static character. Her movements mm-hmm. are very, you know, jagged. Which so I thought Scarlett, Scarlett yeah, Johansson she does, did a she great does a great job. job but it's really hard. Like, there's some things that are just that just animation can do so well. Um, and that, you know, it's obviously there's just no possible way to make an actual human being truly replicate a machine. So, like, yeah, I mean, she, she did really well. But there's definitely something, you know, did y'all Different see Prometheus? About the original. Like, um, the character is actually kind of like, you, you can tell she's not human just by looking at her. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I think that's like, one thing they just couldn't possibly pull off in the movie, but I thought regardless, like, she did a really good job capturing the spirit of the character. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, what, and what did you think of the guy playing Bato? I, liked I him. really loved, loved him. him. I really liked, liked him. him. He was charming. I like yeah. his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful eyes. I liked him more on as we got, but when I first met him, I'm like, what? I don't know if I like this guy because when I was thinking of uh, him in the original, he's like this military looking guy, like a hard ass. And in this movie, he looks more like a, what's a, what's a, what's a good word for this? Like, Say it and we'll edit out the right and put in the right word. <laughs> Cheating. Uh, Round. Futuristic punk guy. Yeah, Because sure. he has the bleached hair. Yeah, a swagger to his with, step. With, uh, and I don't I still know. still thought he looked like Pretty a military. Eyes. 
you know, tough guy. I, I thought he I did. don't know. Because I was expecting, like... He looked how I would imagine him to right. look. I don't think he could look any life. better in the, for a yeah. live-action adaptation. I mean, that's... Yeah. I, the reason why I was able to enjoy this was because I was just trying not to... Sure. Yeah, like... Because I said it before on... Because basically all my picks for things have been animated movies, like my... Um, my uh, guilty, guilty pleasure. And my perfection... And all the other movies that I have so far, it's reoccurring that I I like animation because it's able to pull off things that they don't have to fool me or anything because it's animation. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well. So, but with this one, like it really didn't bother my mind all that much, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, so, should we get into why we actually like this movie? Because I know I like the movie a lot. Yeah, yeah, y'all can talk as much as you want. I I feel bad because I I didn't want to dislike this movie. Well, I you hate, said that you started I hate being the guy. You started liking it halfway through. What changed your mind? I think it finally changed once the story became its own thing, separate from sure, the yeah. original. Uh, and we find out she has a past, and then which she is meets, different than and then oh, she yeah. meets her mother, and yeah. it started getting really interesting to me. Uh, at least yeah, the sure. concept of it. Yeah. And I really liked um basically the new puppet master. What's his name? Uh I'm bad with name. The different character. Dale? Dale? Dale, wasn't it? Oh Dale? Um his, that, was his real name is Hideo. Hideo, yeah. yeah. Hideo. I don't well, remember his it name. Was like they a, were calling him Yak Yakuza, right? Yeah. No, that, no that's no, that's, Yakuza. that's 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 a Yakuza. game. Yakuza. Uh, but it's close to that. It's close to that. It's the game. gang. Oh, like, okay. Like mob in Japan. <laughs> I was like, that's a mob. <laughs> uh, it, it is like, there's Kuza in there, I think. Hakuza? No. Well, regardless. That's yeah. What, yeah, that's what he called himself. I feel like the Puppet Master is more interesting, but I still thought it, it was cool that they did something different. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to see the same thing. Sure, yeah. Of course, yeah. Just, we... Uh, we I know didn't want to see gray. the puppet master. Yeah, it says but Kuze. 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 Hideo Kuze. Hideo, yeah. I liked that they kind of gave him that um, connection with her. Yeah, because I, I liked that type of character anyways. Because sure. he was, you know, instantly, if you're thinking about it, he was like a guy that was, even though he did some wrong things, he was fighting for... Um, or fighting against the man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, in regards to why I feel like I really, really enjoyed this, I think a lot of it has to do with its style and its cinematography. And just, mm -hmm. like, the way, like, visually it just pops out the screen. Like, it just... Ever since I watched the original Ghost in the Shell, I've just fallen in love with this type of world, this cyberpunky type of narrative. And I think they cyberpunk. Just, that's the word I was yeah, trying to think of. Earlier. They just um, I thought they really oh. nailed it visually. Like I just loved the way the city looks when you know you you zoom out and you see these holograms just towering over the city. Mm -hmm. You know, it's and like, it I, looked it looked neat. I yeah. could only imagine like living there. Everywhere you look, you know, you're being sold to something. It's you like it just it seems very interesting. And I especially loved. I think a very interesting scene like was um when Major is roaming the streets after being very confused about who she is and what she is. And she just finds a random like street worker, like um, 
sex worker, I believe, on the, the street and <laughs> hires her simply to, you know, feel, feel her, her lips and mm-hmm. ask her, what does this feel like? I don't know. It, just, it was yeah, a very was a cool scene. interesting scene. I th- the, that, those, that was that one of the smarter I liked moments. about this movie is they, they had scenes like that that were just short and then they were done and they were just, I don't know. It, it was yeah. cool. It kind of made me think of the way that Ghost of the Shell, the original, felt. Sometimes it would have things that would just happen and then it'd be over and then something right. else would happen. Yeah, there, there's there'd a, be cool a lot of flashbacks. <laughs> there's a there's a cool scene in the original where I don't remember explicitly, it just it kinda comes to mind. Is uh when she's writing to a mission uh and she kinda glances at like a mannequin in a store. Like no dialogue whatsoever, she just looks at it and you can kinda tell she's curious. And she's like, Oh, interesting. You know, it's female, you know, society you know, gender roles or something. It's just, I, I took it as like she looked at the mannequin and maybe she was thinking about the differences between her and sure, the mannequin. Sure, yeah. It's just like it's 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 small stuff like that. And I think the that scene and the adaptation where she's, uh, you know, kind of <laughs> interacting with this, this street worker was kind of doing the same thing that that scene did. But it was really cool. I, I, I love, I love the visuals and the pacing of this movie, I thought it was a very enjoyable watch, and the action was really cool. I really yeah. liked the action, like yeah, and the scenes that they shadowed from the, uh, the original. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did a, quite a few of those. Yeah, they sure, did because yeah. like, it's a completely different story. But they yeah. definitely we had about four scenes that mm. were directly ripped from this. Not directly, I really I liked the shad uh, the spider. Spider Shad? That was so yeah. cool. Yeah. That was that was awesome. That was awesome. Right. I was wondering I was wondering if it was coming after we saw a few of the well technically that would be the last one, right? That we saw that was in reference to the original. Right? What do you mean? The last, I don't remember the last anything one. like that. I don't hmm? remember anything like that, the original. There was. Like her hiding behind the pillars while it's shooting like at the her. The spider, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That spider. I thought you meant the spider as in like in the beginning when you had the Japanese like cyborgs and one of them like gets on all fours and like crawls out the wall. That was really cool. That was cool. That. That's not something. Yeah. That was when, I, when I saw that, I was like, Yeah, the geisha. Why is that robot designed to do that stuff? It's just <laughs> so cool. I loved it. I love stuff like that. I love it. Yeah. I don't. That was in the original, I believe, because it was just like a simple like men in suits kind of thing. She hops in and yeah. guns them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought this was actually more interesting. But uh, yeah, that that spider design is pretty cool. Um, the one thing I do like, I I hate to keep comparing the original. But Stop like, doing it. I know, but I just because it's been a while since I've watched it, so I like thinking about cool scenes. Mm. Um, is that the yeah, the last last kind of action scene in well, the original is a, like a dialogue piece. Well, so while she's being shot at, she's talking. So the main villain is kind of interesting. But uh, I believe, right? Am I wrong? I think so. I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while because I, I remember that dialogue being a big part of that final act mm. which is talking to the puppet master I, mean, I, don't know. I need to watch it again but uh yeah it was a cool cool final set piece so um yeah so why why did you like it what <laughs> why did you like what? it uh basically a lot of the same same reasons uh, i thought it looked really cool and this is one of those movies that because it was in a cyberpunk world usually i'm used to watching animated fantasy mm. movies and then when they are adapted they just botch it i hate it i hate it so much 
Oh, like the the Hobbit. Remember that one? Or the Lord of the Rings. Well, they adapted those, those. were books. <laughs> Not the same thing. <laughs> hey, remember when they did it to Game of Thrones? Books. I, I said animated. What? Animated. What animated oh, okay. stuff? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to movies. Um, what? What animated fantasy bits have gone to live action? I can't think of anything. The Hobbit. Wait. Uh, anima- Lord you're of the saying Rings. animated Lord movies. Of Rings. That's true. <laughs> animated Actually, movies that have cool. gone to live action? No. The Matrix. So, no, you're right. I was thinking adaptations. No. Yeah, I'm like, I can't think of any yeah. anim- animated Oh, movies. man. Oh, no. <laughs> you suck. You freaking liar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, there's some that work, and there's some that just are are terrible. That you can't name. What Aragon. are they? Aragon. That's, That's a, a big one. Yeah, I know. That's okay. a That's book. What I, was I, I, I literally just said that I was wrong. <laughs> okay. You yeah. don't need to say it again. <laughs> I'm, <sorry>. I'm <laughs> just trying to get on your wavelength. Um, you're um, uh, <laughs> Anyways. That's a book. <laughs> it's a book. Oh God. Because I was going to say it was like um, Tales from Mercy. That was animated. Did that get a live action? Fucking hell. That'd be action? awful. Yeah, probably. That'd be yeah. the worst thing ever. <laughs> they <laughs> cast Michael Jackson. No, I'm not going to be able to think anymore. My brain. It, sure. it, it decided to hide in a corner. Yeah. Um, well, but anyways, now I'm not done. Oh, no, okay. you're done. Shut down. God. It's a good movie. I liked it. But yeah, I feel like. My love for this series and this franchise is so, like, I feel like nothing could ruin it, regardless of bad movie or not. I just love the visuals and the technology. It just all fascinates me. I love it so much. Plus, this isn't the only adaptation that the oh, movie no. has had. There are t- uh, tons of different um, Ghost in the Shell offshoots. Yeah. And I want to watch them. Uh, they're, the most recent one before this is, um, it was like a four-part um animation anime type series each part was like an hour long so it was practically four movies and then i got an official theater movie called ghost in the shell something the movie i think i don't remember but uh that seemed pretty cool i didn't hear like tons of great things about it but i love the franchise so much i didn't want to watch it but uh typically people um talk about the standalone complex anime series um, there's two movies there are there's an anime series that uh, I think is like 50 episodes because it's two 26 episode seasons. Um, and then that anime has a movie. <laughs> so there's a lot of Ghost in the Shell stuff out there. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I haven't watched it yet. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's definitely cool that if you like Ghost in the Shell, that you're not in so short supply of things to consume. So um, I actually, I'd love to see more live action movies. I'm not sure if it'll happen. Um, I'm curious how well it will do overseas. That's probably what the deciding factor will be because us Americans just don't like to support anime movies, I guess. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's I just love it so much. Even like it's even just cyberpunk in general. Like you can kind of see the Ghost in the Shell identity in different pieces. Like um, you know, I'm infatuated with the genre when like Call of Duty did Ghost in the Shell and everyone said it was terrible and I still found ways to enjoy it because I just love like the, the the idea of cybernetic implants and like being controlled by some kind of like hacker entity. It just, it's, it's very interesting. And I just love like the way like you can see like technology working. Like I love that design of like the fingertips out, uh, outspreading and you see like multiple oh, yeah. fingers typing. That was in the movie too. Yeah, but it wasn't in the same uh, 
context. No, it wasn't. It was like but that, yeah, that, that's why I was like, "Oh, that looks cool." That, yeah. that was that was something that I enjoyed. Where we see some of the things that we saw mm-hmm. from the original, and instead of me going, "Oh God," <laughs> right? It was, "Oh, that looks." It's just cool. That yeah. looks real. It looks cool, and it catches you off guard too because you're like fascinated by the animated fingers. Like, "Oh, that's cool." And yeah, then you I get just hit by a truck. At the, like, oh, <laughs> like, oh no. Uh, yeah. Which reminds me that water scene, oh, the scene, yeah. the fight cool. scene on the water. I just love like the way you can see the city skyline. Yeah, that, that's the, what I was saying. Background. Like they even got a lot of that. Even the area that they were in while yeah. while he was running away, mm-hmm. and it goes up, and you see the buildings with like the stains on it and everything like that. Yeah, it looked like it's just the, a gorgeous movie. Honestly. Yeah, and you, you can't complain about the visuals at all. No, so. no, not at all. Mm-mm. That's the one thing I won't complain about. Right. Good, good, good boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like if there was the weak link in regard to visuals it maybe it was like costume design because it did feel like it could could have looked a little bit more authentic because like um i don't know like maybe like the texture on the the jacket she wears over her st- still suit you see whenever she's, i wanted like, that jacket so, i just i felt like it looked the material looks kind of cheap i feel like it, it should have looked a little bit more authentic like I mean, it was something. just it was on to be thrown off trent <laughs> yeah i know but it's like there's things little the details like that that you're like okay that, you know yeah the, look like a raincoat to me i don't know oh uh, yeah it did it looked more like a raincoat that's what too. i think that's what it's supposed to be really i don't know well i don't know but yeah i, I did feel like the costume design could have been a little bit better but uh no it was, it was really cool because like you had those cool designs in the original, where like you know, when she's wearing the stealth suit, so she has like this weird, um, like a uh, plastic like uh, curtain over her head whenever she's doing it. I think that's kind of a cool design. She like pulls it back behind her head whenever she's done this. It's, like cool stuff like that that you didn't get in this one. But uh, yeah, I I think my favorite thing about the movie in general was definitely the visuals. Uh, I think I was just so captivated by the world that just seeing things happen in this world was enough for me to love the movie. Uh, regardless of how typical or predictable the events that happened in the movie were, which I can't say they were because I was actually surprised by <laughs> learning about her past. Yeah. yeah. And the that, fact that, that part was awesome. Yeah. The fact that this cyborg baddie wasn't actually a baddie after all. Like, yeah. I wasn't expecting the military guy to be the bad guy. Cause I'm just that guy. You get so roped into the, the movie's plot. <laughs> that's like, I just don't pay attention to these things coming. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm just sold on every, the dialogue I'm given. It's one of my faults <laughs> as a viewer. I don't think well, that's a cool thing. No, yeah. Like, yeah that's a gift yeah. i guess so, just being so oblivious but i mean I, I a part of me was really looking forward to the cyborg being a cool villain so the fact that that didn't really pay off was disappointing but i still think like his arc was pretty interesting i, I liked his arc a lot i wasn't expecting that but yeah i i just yeah the bit when the big the big bad military guy is controlling the spider bot with this stupid grin on his face i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> like this wasn't the the cool villain I was expecting, but yeah, cool and, and, and I didn't, like I said, I didn't like him. Like he's seen, he's no, such I, an I old, didn't like his character, an old either, tired but... villain. Yeah, for um, sure. But the first, the false villain, I didn't enjoy the movie until he revealed himself as he being connected to her. Awesome, and I didn't like I when he was known as the villain first. I I was like, man, this guy is like cheesy he is yeah. over the over villainized yeah, yeah. like he has the hood over and yeah, he's right. like in the dark <laughs> shadows i was like god why why i knew he yeah. was i knew he wasn't gonna be oh sorry i was fooled he wasn't going to be the actual villain um and his look too whenever he is disrobed 
and you see like the oh, bits and yeah, that looks really him. good. The muscles on him and stuff, like the bear mm. muscles, and all those. Yeah, I I thought that looked incredible visuals. I'm telling you, and like yeah, honestly, just like the little bits in the movie where you see like parts of this world. Like I really liked um, whatever that like circle of monks being connected to this like network. <laughs> that <laughs> like, was that's cool just such looking, a cool though, like. Yeah. There's just so many cool like visual bits in this movie that I'm just in love with. I just love everything about the style in this about- world. About you, yeah. I think you said it like that. <laughs> Oops, I am from Minnesota. True, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I just love it. I, I'm, I'm in love. It's, it's true. Yeah. Um. Well, some cool history on this movie. Uh, in this, DreamWorks and Steven Spielberg got the rights for the live action adaptation in 2008. Uh, they were because they got the rights to the sequel of the anime. And they got the rights to this uh, along with it, I I guess. And um, originally, they had uh, Margot Robbie lined up for Major. Uh. But then she <laughs> dropped because uh, she had to do Suicide Squad. <laughs> and so then they got ScarJo. I feel like she would have been. She like would have made a good major. Yeah. She, oh, she's kind of like the easy like. Oh, we need like an attractive female lead. Like it seems like that's kind of what her role was. And as, um, once again, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna geekamend geekamend uh, under the skin. Uh, my <laughs> yeah. favorite role of hers by far, and you've got the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff, and I haven't watched Lucy yet, but I remember the trailers. And I, that one, I, I heard that one was bad. Isn't that an anime adaptation too? I feel like I heard that. I could prove wrong. I don't know, but the guy who played Bato is also in it. Ooh, well. Um, we own it. We just haven't seen it yet. Uh, but I'm excited to see it because she is. It's she's just I love her so much because she's. She is the like you would see her and think oh she's the attractive. Hollywood star, yeah, but she's a badass in her movies too. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, is. Yeah. she does awesome with the stunts. She does a lot of her own, mm-hmm. and she's she 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 feels that she plays those characters well. Mm. You know what my favorite Scarlett Johansson role is? <laughs> her voice work in her. Have you seen that movie? No. no. Oh like, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. She's like That's the um, the easy. AI I know. love lover mm-hmm. <laughs> in her. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, that is a good movie. That's one of those that I've always wanted to see and just haven't gotten around to. <laughs> Get around. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a, a acclaimed movie that you haven't seen ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've seen a few. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Regarding Under the Skin, I've never had the nerve to watch it. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like one of those things where it's kind of teetering. I'm like, I feel like this is like one of those movies that could possibly give me nightmares because it's so like, I think it gets under your skin. It gets under your skin. Probably, yeah. I know that the reason I got so much press is because supposedly Scarlett Johansson's in the nude. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't think is she. I don't think it got a lot of press (laughs) because I think it went fairly under the radar because it doesn't. It's not sexual at all. Mm. It doesn't feel it. Right. What? Well, isn't the point that it's sexual? It doesn't feel human. So. Sure. <laughs> you're not like ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh. It's not. It's more like 
I may end what? up being like that, though. What the hell? <laughs> it's more of a you're sinking back into the couch. Like, into the what? abyss. <laughs> what is about to happen? Nah, you just have I'll to be, see it. I'll be ready for it. You have to see it, so. <laughs> um, It'll scar you for life. But yeah, she was on that. Uh, I thought this was interesting. This was originally uh, scheduled to release. Disney was going to release it on April 14th of this year. And then uh, DreamWorks and Disney uh, went separate ways with their their rights there. So they're not distributing any more of DreamWorks stuff. And so they got it to Paramount to do it. And... It came out like the exact same time, which is crazy to me. Usually when stuff like that happens where your distributor drops, this would have been pushed back months. So I'm surprised they got it out at the same time, but uh, it didn't help. Because it's not doing well, guys, in the in the box office. That doesn't surprise that me. That depresses it, me. It came out. It came up to number three this week behind the Boss Baby and Beauty and the Beast. Uh. I think I mentioned this last night or our last episode actually, but it's made, it made 18 million. That's really bad. And it's weekend run. Well, um, actually I'm pretty sure it made like 40 million. It made like eight, 19 or 18 million in America. Yeah. It's made 62 now. Okay. That's... But that was its weekend run. Cause it, it cost a hundred million. Uh, did it? I could see it making back its money. Whether it makes a lot of money, like in terms of returns, yeah. I'm not sure. Because yeah, I'm sure total of one ten budget. But, I'm, but I, I'm sure going to have a lot of Japanese and Asian movie watchers <laughs> that are wanting to see this adaptation, seeing as how it comes from their homeland. Yeah, like um, I could see them being the bulk of the um, the box office. It was uh, yeah, because right now it's only made twenty one here. Yeah. It's just shy of twenty two. It was funny seeing, like, I, I saw this video and Trent had brought it up to me before because um, we were talking about the whitewashing. Um, <laughs> whitewashing, thing. in quotes. Yeah. There's this video that I saw today, which was the video they mentioned that was a guy being like, yeah, so the internet has been, you know, going crazy. Two about... Japanese people. Yeah. Two, yes. It was Japanese people. And he was like, so what we decided to do was to uh, ask Japanese people about it. <laughs> So basically, it starts out with uh, him just saying, like, oh, what do you think of Scarlett Johansson being major in the Ghost in the Shell movie, the U.S. Ghost in the Shell movie? And they look and they're like, oh, she's really pretty. Oh, she looks really good. Like, oh, that's a cool that's a cool thing. And then it moves to, um, I think it just moves to him being like, yeah, but a lot of the Americans have been complaining about this. Would you have any idea why? And they're looking at it. They're, like, looking closely and like, Maybe it's her costume or like <laughs> her hair. <laughs> They're like all the, everything that yeah. Maybe it's her hair or you know stuff like this. And then they go to well, actually, it's because um, their Americans are upset because she's not Japanese, and at, that, that's what they said. And the Japanese people were like, "What? <laughs> what do you mean? It's a movie." <laughs> yeah. uh, there was even two Japanese women that were like. I think it would look weird if she was Japanese. Right, yeah. Which I was like, oh, well, It's no, anime. It it'd be weird if she looked Japanese. I was like, I don't think it would, but... Well, to me, most animes don't look Japanese. Yeah. I don't know. I can see it. I can... Some I just, characters don't, and some characters really do. It seems like... They might be, such, but they don't look. It's such a stretch to call this, though, because we've talked about whitewashing on the podcast before, mm. because D- Disney has 
made this mistake twice because they released I don't think I don't remember if they actually produced it but they released uh, Prince of Persia which yeah. had re- had no Persians in it almost because <laughs> right. uh, we had the star Jake <laughs> Jill, 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 the yeah. Prince of Persia mm-hmm. or otherwise adopted. known as the Prince of California <laughs> He was um, adopted from America. <laughs> yes, of course. And then Ben Kingsley, the the king of England, uh, playing mean, the king of Persia of or whatever. Though. I don't remember who he's uh, playing, but evidently know. he's not Persian. Um, and then a little after that, even after receiving that fleck, they do it again with. Uh, oh, what was it called? The Lone Ranger. Mm. Oh, and they yeah. put Johnny Depp Did in the role of a Native American. Mm-hmm. Very Tonto. Native American. Pale as can be. And, and like, I mean, not. This isn't to say that, like, what you're bringing up. Those people have nationalities, and they put white people in the roles. Yeah. This is a robot. Mm. It's a robot. And she was a Japanese woman. Yeah, she was a Japanese girl. They gave her a white body. Yeah, <laughs> right. which honestly, so if anything, it's the it's those, those are bad. The, it makes the world the believable. People, it's the government who is bad. It makes the world they believable. Were like, That's what it is. They're just killing and they, Japanese they people and give her, putting they them in American her, bodies. Yeah, they weren't going to make her look like what she had looked like before. Right. Right. So they were eliminating yeah. who she was before. Right. She can't figure out anything. Yeah. Right. If that separates her even further from who she was. Because like, I, I don't know. I could maybe would imagine some people on the internet being upset because like I was excited for this movie, but I will not watch the death note, uh, live Netflix action. One, yeah. yeah. Because that is whitewashing. Oh, to be fair, what all we've I seen is like of? a quick trailer. Like I'm I don't know. probably still gonna watch it out of interest, but I saw the trailer. It's hard to judge a movie off it? of its trailer. Like it really is. I'm they thinking were of a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> it's also white. an American adaptation. It's like yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, also, that but yeah, it's only when to me it's when the character is within the realm of the story or maybe the person was before in the same universe and then they changed their race. Hmm. But like, I don't care if the, if uh, Johnny storm is black, who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's no big deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the, you thought, cause I, I mean, yeah. there seriously was a lot of diversity in this movie. Like you yeah. saw a lot. Yeah, of was awesome. There's a ton. Yeah. And I agree. And it, I don't know if it's true or not, but didn't they kind of mention that in the movie? No. No. In the original, no. That, like, the world... Oh, oh I don't remember the that. The things were... I don't remember the original. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say it if I don't know for sure. Then don't. Yeah, I won't. Yeah, because I thought in the original, like, I think what Seth is saying is that it was kind of... The world is being blended. Yeah, like, this is, is we're, we're in this Japanese city in the original but like there's lots of americans living there and stuff like it's mixed i really got that i don't remember i feel like there was within the story but i don't remember if that was explained or not for sure it was just really cool because you got this vibe that you know bato and you know many it just seemed like a very diverse city like you know the majority of the people you'd see on the street seemed like japanese asian Mm mm-hmm um, so it didn't seem like the white was the ma- majority. It seemed like they were a minority, and I thought that was really cool. 
vibe. Which yeah, probably is. Yeah, yeah the case. And so it's just it's very cool. I I also I was surprised. I wasn't actually sure if they're gonna keep the um the Tokyo setting. I wasn't sure if they're gonna make it um a different country, but no, they they sure did it. And I thought it was really cool. It seemed very faithful. I'm telling you, it's like <laughs> it seemed like a very faithful adaptation. Adaptation, despite you know some plot sh- structure changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it also was not loved by the critics so far. A 45 percent of 174 critics enjoyed it. So they say the consensus here says Ghost in the Shell boasts cool visuals and a compelling central performance from Scarlett Johansson, but the end result lacks the magic of the movie's classic source material. So once again, the main negative is that it wasn't as good as the original. But it seems like that's not, it's such, it seems like such a small thing to throw against the movie that it doesn't have, you know, maybe like the, the ideas of the original but like, there's so much going for the movie, despite that. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's yeah. such a small con. It just seems like that alone does not warrant a negative rating. Like, I agree with you. It's such a good movie, despite the fact that maybe it's not as smart as the original. It's mm-hmm. such an entertaining and well done, well shot, fantastic looking movie. The that thing it just doesn't deserve it. At the end of the day, the reason why I can say I like this movie is that it doesn't just make me be like why did i watch that why didn't i just watch ghost in the shell the mm. original it made me want to watch the original again. it made me want to watch the original but not but not because i was disappointed with this right. movie be- they are different you things. just want to know more like i could i could see myself being like oh you know what? i feel like watching the live action ghost it's like show. how you felt after watching the last airbender no, the Shyamalan movie. No, 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 no. Maybe no. if you watch hey, that, that first. There's an example. Whitewashing. <laughs> there's an example. What? There's an example. An example? My thing. From book to animation. No, from animation to live to action. Live action. Oh, there's my yeah. example. Oh, I, I was there like, was what are you talking there. about? Example. Bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew what he's talking about. I just wanted to watch him struggle. <laughs> that was a bad that was a horrible movie. Yeah. But if you had never seen Avatar before you watched The Last Airbender. I still don't think I would have liked it. That was another podcast we already did. It's a terrible movie. It, so. But, I mean, like, if you'd never... Did Matt watch that with us? No. Yeah. Did he? Oh, yeah. He watched the crappy one? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah, because we were trying to convince him to watch the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys like the... Um, if you like Ghost in the Shell, you really should watch the original Akira movie. I think they're very similar. Especially in their setting. They're not Akira isn't nearly as cyberpunky, but um Akira, yeah, Akira. That's Akira, all. that's good. <laughs> okay, uh, I was gonna say yeah. Um, I need to watch it. Again. I don't know why, but it makes me want to watch Cowboy Bebop. It has nothing to do. Cowboy with Bebop it. is fantastic. It's probably probably because they're they're both. Let's stop talking about what we want to watch and start, <laughs> and start talking, talking about, about Ghost in the Shell again. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and Kendall's gonna leave. What's your favorite scene? Oh. You liked the movie, so I know you have one. I guess the boat. The boat's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, yeah. Just floating underwater. That was a cool scene. Me? That was from the original. Yeah, was from the original. I, th- I, I wonder if Kendall would like the original. Who wouldn't? That's a great point. People who don't want to think... Kendall sometimes That's doesn't want to think. So who next? You. Okay. I'm trying to think. Uh, I feel like the scene that like 
put a grin on my face the most was that opening bit which you know crashes through the window takes out the the business men and your fights against those cool cyborg japanese maids geisha <laughs> geisha. geisha really yeah i'm not familiar geisha bot you That's don't know what a geisha is geisha bot watch memoirs of a geisha hmm. yeah, that something. was just really cool um uh any time we got to see the city anytime she was walking around the city anytime we got a cool skylines shot because the city is my love for this movie we built this city we built this city on rock and roll my favorite scene and i don't know it just put a big grin on my face and it warmed my my cold dead heart was whenever she basically got you know um, she was handed evidence of her past life. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. goes to the apartment mm-hmm. and she meets her mom. I loved that scene so much. Which one? Uh, and it's so different than the original movie. Yeah, because the original movie doesn't answer a lot of the questions in the way you know. <laughs> it just doesn't. You don't it, really, it gives you a lot of questions, and it leaves you being like, "Damn, who am I? You don't really. What is my purpose? Am yeah, I real? Yeah. Is Everett yeah. real? Because that's what I was thinking. I sure, was like, Everett's yeah. a robot. But during that scene, I don't know. Like it just, it made me feel feelings. when she's at the house with her. Yeah, and she yeah. made her tea because I wish my mom <laughs> would make me tea. And uh, we had to make our own tea. And like when she was like, "Oh, and you remind me of her," she's like, "Why? Just the way you look at me." And I don't know. It was cool. To me, it didn't feel typical. Like, the explanation of it. And plus, the mom herself seemed interesting. And her yeah. actual story seemed really interesting as well. Figuring out that kind of stuff. So, yeah. um, that was mine. I don't remember. We didn't really get to know the major that well in the original movie, right? She was nope. kind of just there. Yep. Um, which, I mean, And that's kind of part of her character is that she's just there. Like, you know, you don't sense a lot of humanity. I felt like we got to know her majorly. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, I mean not majorly. <laughs> Minorly. <laughs> Minor league I'm tra- <laughs> knowledge. What's her last name again? I don't remember. Something. It's on the gravestone, and I'm like, wait, did we? Matoko? Or was that her first name? Makoto. That was her. Matoko. Makoto. Uh, yeah, that, that was her first name. It's Kushiyami, I think. Kushiyami. No, it's... Matoko Kuseng Kusanagi. <laughs> Kusanagi. That's right. Huh? Oh. Kusanagi Matoko. Killian. Matoko-san. Killian. Yeah, that's her yeah. fake name. That's her fake name. That's why at the that's why at the mm. end she says my name is Major and I give my permission instead of saying her <laughs> fake Didn't name. Say. She doesn't say uh yeah, Mira Killian. <laughs> I do like mm-hmm. how they set that up where like she's constantly having to give her consent and then uh, as she's about to be killed, <laughs> she says she does not have consent and then she's told, we never needed your consent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that too. And then when she gave her consent consent for that guy to be killed, <laughs> then it mattered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, I was going to, there were two times when I laughed doing this movie. I don't remember. Were there any actual intentional laughs there's that they that, put in this? There was a lot of humor, but there's a lot of, like, charm. Like, I feel like it wasn't a, didn't feel like it took itself too seriously. But it also, I feel like comedy wouldn't have fit very well. So I Yeah, I guess because really she's it. kind of a, a heartless character and <laughs> right. uh, Bato's not going to joke around with her. It would have been, like, cool if 
I they, thought Bato if, had a couple funny lines. He might on have. purpose. I feel like it just yeah. had kind of a charm to it. It would have been nice if he would have been like trying to like make jokes and she just doesn't that would have that would that would have clashed clutter. with his original character cuz he didn't do that original. So. Oh. Did he? Well, they kind of changed him in this movie anyway already. Like I don't not majorly, right? <laughs> no, not in a huge way, I don't think. No. I didn't I didn't seem like he he seems like he's the a Bato friend. I love and know. Yeah. Where's the mullet guy? Oh, was that the guy with that the, was funky the Asian? Hair? That oh. was the Asian. That's what I was talking about. I see. But uh, he just didn't have as big. Of a I was role gonna say movie. there was two times I laughed in this movie. One was at the end when we're going up towards where she is on top of the building, and you're seeing the signs again. There was one sign that I was like Doge because <laughs> it was. I guess it's a corgi. Is that what Doge yeah. is? Yeah. There was one and it was no, moving right. around. No, it would be a, a, a sh- uh, Shiba Inu. Shiba. I I would be able to guess not actual Doge, but. I'm guessing so, it was a Shiba Inu. It looked just like him, so it was like, similar. "Hey!" <laughs> and uh, it, that's I. I wanted to be like Doge out loud in the theater, but I wouldn't because that'd be rude. But uh, that, sure but I laughed, <laughs> like Maybe audi- it, audibly, it very quietly. I laughed, and then the other time I laughed was when uh, the bad guy he gets shot, and then he stands up, and I'm like, "Oh, he's going in that pond." In five seconds, he's go or ten seconds, he's going in that pond behind him. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep, she says, "I give my I am major, and I give my consent." And then he shoots him twice, and he falls right into that pond. And I'm like, yep. "In slow mo, nailed it!" And then I start giggling to myself. I want to die in a pond, so I do. That's one thing. It's pretty cheesy with regards to this the way the action films are seen. I don't. I can't say I like when slow-mo is like used every single time to make impact like um i still liked the action but yeah that was kind of they did yeah i didn't i didn't like the slow-mo at all i like slow-mo though like visually it looked pretty cool but at the same time it's like okay you don't need to do this every single time well and i i like we talked about the matrix with the bullet time that i feel like this is so 1999 just do the fast-paced stuff i like that better at least it wasn't as like disorienting as a lot of modern action movies shaky cam shaky cam and quick cuts Mm -hmm. like there's quick cuts in this one but you still got an idea of what was going on i want john wick (laughs) yeah i still haven't seen it so i'll loan it to you you still have swiss army man (laughs) i do i've just i'm so bad about watching movies like it's one of my things it's like you are I'm really bad about movies. You're bad at watching anything. Really? It's just so <sighs> You're bad at doing anything. I'm bad at time management. <sighs> <sighs> so what would you rate this movie? <sighs> what was your favorite? Did you already say your favorite Thank scene? you. Ah. <laughs> Thank you for asking me, Seth. You're welcome. I care. Uh, my favorite scene was, I guess it was the ending. The ending credits when it was like, <laughs> No. Oh. My favorite scene was at the ending when we see Doge and then we go to the top <laughs> of the building and she's standing there. And she takes off her jacket again and yeah. jumps down and looks badass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Cool stuff. Not really because I already told you my favorite scene, but it was very cool looking. I want a sequel. What would they do? Um, maybe. Mm, she kind of had a superhero ending sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like a, this was her were, origin. They are a group of fighters. And they fight against the people, the man. I was a little 
it's it's one of those like nitpicks but like isn't it kind of odd that her squad was so quick to rebel against their <laughs> like they just it's like oh well it's like you go after major you go after us i'm like oh that's cool that they're loyal but i'm like at the same like, time though you... like technically the guy that was in charge wasn't going against his employer you're right yeah because of that he was actually ordered to take him down yeah because he was yeah that's cool okay yeah, like, i forgot about that there you go, Trent. I got answers for everything. Sorry. Keep them coming. <laughs> yeah, I think they were just. I always and, and this is based on the original two. I take Aramaki as kind of like their. He's kind of like their father in a way. Mm. Yeah. Like he he's definitely he's a cool he, character he's the, in he's both the live chief, action, but man. at the same time he feels like fatherly in a way. Mm. Right. I need to watch the anime series. I'd actually watched a few of the. The first episodes, there was a cool episode where it explored uh, the concept that like a, like a family's like child had died of like cancer, and they put like his brain into like one of those spider things. Sad time with Trent, <laughs> and, it, and he ended up like rampaging and going like crazy because like the soul of the kid wanted like to be. I don't remember, but it was very interesting. Sad time with Trent. I hate the design of Major in the anime though, because she looks like a stripper. She has like a ton of cleavage and like one of those like weird. Were you hating on cleavage pants? It's, I don't know. It just it's an essential part of life. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like her design. She has like purple hair and like purple lipstick. I'm like, oh man. Those are also. Essential I miss parts the of the life. military aspect of movie design. I won't hate it until I try it. Oh well, I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> I need to watch more. I mean, dye my hair purple and put on purple lipstick. No. And watch it too. Be, oh, cleavage, yeah. Be warned if you watch the sequel. The th- one thing I've heard about it is that it uses a lot of CGI and like the CGI of the old times. So it's like very. The jarred. old times? You mean like Toy Story? <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, mm. You mean one of the best movies of all time? Toy not be- Story? <laughs> not because of its animation. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I am going to watch it. I want to too. Also, I'm pretty sure the sequel is focused on Bato and the mullet guy. Yes. Even Major. Ooh. Yeah. Is Major young? I don't know, because I don't even remember, like, why that had to happen. Well, you need to watch it again, right? I really do, yeah. I've, again, like, that ending has boggled me forever. I still have no idea what happened. <laughs> I have a major crush on her. <laughs> uh. Major. Major crush? On her. Crush? I did the thing, but I did it over here. Mm. I, don't, I think it loses wow. it loses its effect when I do it over here. Well, do we have anything else to say? I don't have anything else to say. Nope. Seth, do you have anything else to say? I give it a B plus. Oh, I I thought it was really cool the intro. Um, the act, the intro, intro. Whenever she, her it's brain is put into oh, the yeah. the new body. The exoskeleton, new body, new body, oh, robot body. Yeah, because we got that was the credits of the original, right? Yeah, and we had mm-hmm. the awesome song because that- we, because in the original we start with her killing a dude, and then we get. Do we? Her. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm, really, mm-hmm. really. We get the scene of her killing whatever dude inside the bit. I'm. Mean, this is a spoiler for the movie that we'll probably cut after before this, but. And then we see her creation. It's been a while. It's been a while. 
<laughs> but the whole time I was watching it, I was just like, God, I really want to hear that song. What song? <laughs> the uh, the one. That one. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Boom. That Boom. one. What are you talking about? The main theme. What? The original movie. The main theme. Remember, yeah. Remember the it plays theme? on like three different it occasions. It played on, the during the ending credits. Of oh, that? The, yeah, that one. You were remember. singing it. Yeah, I was singing it just <laughs> like I would sing along to any song I didn't yeah. know. What? It played like three or four times during the original movie. I, I don't loved remember it. the music. I just I remember loved it so much. The great. story. It was so deep. I didn't have time. Well, to there's literally a scene in the original movie where like it's just shot, shots of the yeah, city. Yeah, shot of the, I remember the, that. The I don't remember playing. what the song sounded like. Like I mean, that. I mean, remember it sounding. <laughs> now that you say it, I remember it being just choir Boom. stuff. But. Boom. Uh, and drums. I didn't remember the tune or anything. It's very good. But that was a very weird scene in the original. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> it just kind of, it's the best part of the movie. It's just like, okay, now just look at the world we've created that you're so interested in. It felt kind of like a TV show. <laughs> really? Yeah, and they, like a, a TV anime, and they were just taking all the scenes they had, like just shots like that, and they just put them all in one scene <laughs> rather than throughout the show. I thought it was cool because I just love seeing stuff like that. You Ooh. would. I would. I loved it too. But I, it's also because I was entertained by the song. <laughs> right. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> Oh, I wish that you listeners could be here. Be here with us. Because Seth just looks so <laughs> ridiculous right now. <laughs> he has his, he has his uh, cans, as we call them in the industry, or headphones for the layman. <laughs> On his cheeks instead of his ears, <laughs> and it looks very chipmunk-like. <laughs> it's very comical. You know what? Screw it. I'm taking a picture and I'm gonna put it in the show notes so you can check out in your podcast app. If you'll scroll down, you'll see this beautiful picture of Seth. Yep, that's going on there, people. Uh-huh. Yay. Enjoy it. You get the inside look of our podcast. This is what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. Thanks once again for listening to Geeks and Know Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you can, please subscribe to this podcast. We'd love to have you back every single week. You don't have to come back every single week. But if you see a movie come up in your uh, subscribed list, you're like, hey, I love that movie. Or you just saw it even, like the week before in the theater. We, we'd we love to let you hear more conversations that we're talking about. What? It did, that was not a good sentence. But you know what? I'm trying. I'm trying, guys. G- give me criticism about my sentences at... Facebook.com slash GeeksNoodlePod or Twitter.com slash GeeksNoodlePod or just go to Instagram and comment on one of our photos at Geek Cinema or go to our website and send an email through the contact list through the contact page, whatever it's called. I don't know. See you guys next week. Sorry. Goodbye. Bada bing, bada boom. Woo!